You're listening to the Two Man Weave Podcast with your hosts, Michael Rappaport and Kenyon Martin. The Two Man Weave Show runs live every weekday from 5 p.m. to 7 p.m. Eastern. All right, this is the Two Man Weave with me, Michael Rappaport and Kenyon Martin. Live from downtown Cleveland. If you don't believe me, and you're in the Cleveland area, you come on down to Wahlburgers. We're doing the show, me and Kmart. You dig? And when I tell you I got the broom out, I got the broom out. Yeah, he does. Now, Kenyon, anybody could take the broom out. Oh, it's the fourth game, the sweep's in. It takes four games to make a sweep, and I got the broom out right now. Hey, we ain't gonna make no A. No, no drinks. Hey, no spilling today, Michael, okay? My man Kmart, we are here. We are doing the two-man weave. I came right down to the belly of beast to talk to all the Cleveland Cavalier fans with compassion. I'm here with love and compassion. I look you in the face and say it was a great run, fellas. But all good things come to an end. We're going to get you back into your comfort zone, you Cleveland Brown fans. You guys are used to losing. Okay. This whole LeBron James thing has been fantastic. It's been glorious. But the party is over. We are here in downtown Cleveland. The broom is out. I'm here to look you in the face, people, and tell you the party is over. This is the two-man weave. Kenyon Martin, Michael Rappaport, we're taking a phone call from an NBA champion, Matt Bonner. They used to call him the red, what did they call him? The red rocket. The red, red rocket. rocket. Me, him, and Brian Scalabrini are trying to do a reality show and track our lineage to see if we are, in fact, related or not. <coughs> Kenyon, how you feeling, my friend? Two minutes in, first cough. And that, was, that wasn't even a cough. That wasn't even an official cough. Now, we, if, if there's a real true blue fan of the two-man weave, someone should do a cough count. But we could get cough counts and be like, oh, you sound good today. It was only 12. You averaged 23 the first half of the season. Kmart, how you feeling downtown I'm Cleveland? I'm good, man. I'm happy to be here, man. It's, it's, a, it's a wonderful time of year, man. Good basketball being played. Um, <clears throat> you got your broom out. Um, so, hey, we shall see. The broom's out. Broom's out and the goon's out. We're here in downtown Cleveland. As I said, we are the two-man weave. This is the NBA on tune. We've been, we've been doing it live. We've been doing it direct. Yeah, you can feel the heat, my friend. You can see the broom. We're down here at Wahlburgers, downtown Cleveland. You go down three games, I, don't, I, I, I personally think... Now, I could be jumping to conclusions here, Kenyon, but I yeah. wanted to run this by you. Yeah. And, and see, Kenyon... He's a former NBA player. He's a former first-round draft pick of the NBA. There's only 71 other guys that are in that fraternity. So there's fraternities within the fraternities. So I know Kenyon sometimes looks at me like I'm totally nuts, but I have a proposal for LeBron James. I don't know if you have his agent's number or his marketing person's number, but this is what I want to run up the flagpole. If they do, in fact, get swept, I say you don't. You, Nike should cut. His contract. You're not on Nike anymore, my man. You go to Under Armour, Adidas, or Reebok. Uh, we don't talk to you about Michael Jordan. Nah. The conversation of being like Mike and the swoosh, 
You're off Nike. Well, Nike ain't doing that. Nike, okay, but I'm saying maybe he <laughs> says, you know what, I, I, I was. Nike, if he did say that, Nike wouldn't let him. <laughs> I understand, but I'm, my proposal is if he gets swept, we take your Nike contract and we rip it up. Hey, we rip it up like this, man. We take that Nike contract. You're not on Nike anymore because you ain't like Mike. Mike didn't get swept. Mike didn't even have a looming uh, proposal of getting swept. I'm going to put my drink down here. Are you spilling something today? This is the two-man weave. Yeah, we're, well, yeah, we're in Cleveland. We're in Cleveland. <laughs> okay, and I love you guys, but you know what the broom's for. Brooms are for sweeping. Brooms are for sweeping. This guy over here is looking like he's ready to take a shot at me. But I don't mean to break your heart, my man. Okay, the movie uh, Major League, that was reality. Okay, yes, I see that championship. That was great. The, the championship from 2016 is beautiful. Polish it up and, and never forget it because it ain't going to happen ever again. It's over. Once in a generational player, he created the big three, and, and he's being trumped, no pun intended, by the big four. It's all coming to an end Friday night. But we're going to clean up the streets of Cleveland starting tonight because I respect the hardworking folk, the sports fans of Cleveland. I know you love your team. I know you put a lot into it, and I know you've been through a lot of duress. Greg Elo, okay? Uh, Larry Nance, I know. I know, I know, I know. All good things come to an end. And this is coming from a New York Knicks fan. I know what it is to lose, people. And you're out of your comfort zone with that championship. We're going to shove you right back into your Cleveland sports comfort zone starting Friday. <laughs> <coughs> That's the first official cost for this episode. <laughs> Broom's out, fellas. Broom is out, guys. I love you. You had a great run. <laughs> um, Matt Bonner, a.k.a. the Red Rocket, is joining the two-man weave, Kenyon Martin, Michael Rapport in Cleveland. Matt, the Red Rocket, are you there? Can you hear me, my friend? I am here. I hear both of you. I hope you're doing well. It's great to be on. What's up with you, Matt? Matt, listen. We're, we're down yeah. here. I'm going gonna, I'm, I'm gonna to jump into this with you because we were just talking about this. Um, Ex-teammate. I, I heard what you were saying. Yeah, yeah, I think, yeah. Ma- I think your math was a little off, and I'm hoping. My math is a little. I'm the one whose math is off. What no, about no, Robert no, no, Ori? No, no. no, listen. No, because, no, listen to me. So if, if Tim Duncan, or if, excuse me, if Hakeem Olajuwon is 20 times better than Tim Duncan, then that means Tim Duncan is only 5% as good as Robert Horry. Which is pretty absurd statement. So I'm I'm guessing Big Big Raw was just saying that as like a figure of speech, just to say, you know, he's he's rolling with Akeem he had over, to been drunk. over Timmy. <laughs> hey, he had to been on the jump drunk. Yeah, I, is, I never played with or against Akeem, so I I can only tell you about Tim. But I mean, some of the other stuff he was talking about with the work ethic. Uh, I mean, Timmy is one of the hardest working, most professional. Teammates I ever had in my entire life. He basically set the tone with his work ethic for the entire Spurs organization. Yeah, well, I I, I did the math too, Matt, and uh, you know I, I I you know he's now if 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 Akeem, who I love, he's one of my favorite players ever. Even though he dismantled my Knicks in the finals, loved him since I first I laid eyes on him when he was at Houston. So it's no disrespect; it's just the exaggerated comment. Then. Uh, Carl Malone is 39% the 
the player that Hakeem Olajuwon is. Patrick Ewing was 52%. These are my percentages. I ran the numbers, okay? I didn't fact-check them. Moses Malone is 64%, the player that Hakeem Olajuwon is, and, and so on and so on. But, but, Matt, listen, aside from that, what is going on with you? What have you been up to? What are you, what, what are you up to in your world? And then we're going to get to basketball. Well, as you know, Raph, I retired in January, hung up the, the New Balance and Adidas sneakers, and now I'm doing broadcast work with the Spurs. And I've also teamed up with a company called Futuro, which makes knee sleeves, uh, compression socks, mm. uh, wrist guards, elbow sleeves, stuff like that, that has been helpful for me in retirement trying to stay fit. You know, it's, it's not easy the older you get and, and without the NBA regiment. To, to stay in shape. So with all the wear and tear in the NBA, their products have been helping me out. So I'm actually in your hood, New York City, right now doing some work with Futura. Oh, that's cool. Now, does this have something to do with uh, Futura, the graffiti artist? It, it does not, but it sounds like it should, right? I, I think so. Now, Matt, I, I, as you know, I, I, I'm an athlete. Yes. I have the, 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 the build of an athlete. I, I walk. And, and talk like an athlete. Like a ball player. Like a ball player. Now, can I get some sleeves and some cool yeah, compressions? I, I need to, see, like, I need you that You beat bag. me to it. See, I was going to ask for some gear as well. Yeah, Matt. So you, uh, yeah, so you need to say, hey, we need some gear, Matt. Yep. Hit me up. Give me the address of the, wherever your studio is. I'll make sure you get some, get some gear so you guys can be on the court and be effective like, like rap always is. Yeah, I'm, I'm gonna. I'm, yes, that's the word, effective. And then the, the healing, resting process. And like, I just need like yeah. to wear. Like, you guys are athletes, ex-athletes. When I'm still I go, athlete. Uh, yeah. Well, yes. I'm always athlete. Yes, always an athlete. Sorry, sorry. Kenyon is playing in the big three. I, 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 I I'm talking about, I'm talking about myself. I'm talking about when I go up and down the stairs of my yeah. house. Yeah. I need to wearing a compression sleeve. Oh, you going? I, you, might get, you might tweak something. Anything can happen. Can Anything you? can happen. Okay, I got you. You need I'm all the saying, help you can I, get, huh? Yeah, I need all the help I can get. Like, when I wake up in the middle of the night to go to the bathroom, I should have an elbow sleeve on yeah. just in case. Just in case. So I would love to try uh, some of the Futura gear. I know oh, it's probably a good oh, product. It's done. Hey, Rap, I, I got to tell you, I, I, you know I, I was never on social media, and then I signed up for Twitter after I retired. So I've been on Twitter for like four or five months now. You are an absolute savage on Twitter. It's quite entertaining following you. Well, listen, you know I'm a fan. I respect all the players. I respect everybody. I respect all the athletes, even the ones whose balls I happen to break. Um, I'm just a fan, and, 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 you know, this is my time of year, especially with the NBA. This is the time of year. You're a champion. You won two, two titles. You played Cleveland, beat them, and you played Miami. But that might have been a sweep. And you beat them. 2007 might have been a sweep. Sweet. Yep, yeah, it was. Oh, yeah, that was a yep. sweep. Well, Matt, I know you can't see me, but I, I actually, you, you could look on social media. I have my broom out. Now, anybody could break out the brooms at game four. I have the broom out in game three. I am here in downtown Cleveland. I am compassionately telling these fans that it's over. What is your take on this series so far, being that you've you played against LeBron for so many years, and, and, and you know, you, you've seen him in Miami? And uh, that was gorgeous what you guys did to them in Miami. And, and you, you, you played against them in Cleveland. What, what does Cleveland need to do to, to get back in this series, if anything? Well, you're, you're absolutely right with uh, trying to predict the sweep just because the Warriors are insane, especially on the offensive end. It's unbelievable. And, and I've, I've been hearing a lot of ex-players talking about how 
you know, if, if, if teams just played harder, if guys wanted it more, played harder, then they could beat Golden State. But I don't care how hard you play. You're not slowing down Kevin Durant or keeping Steph Curry from getting threes up. Those guys have freakish a freakish skill set that is, no matter what you do, Steph Curry's release is so quick, his feet are so good, he's going to get his shots off. And Durant's seven feet athletic, handles the rock. He's going to get to his spots and, and get buckets. You, obviously, you got to do what you can to make their lives as difficult as possible, but I don't think you can just flat-out stop either of those guys. But back to your point, I, I think it's like kind of like the old adage every analyst says where role players play better at home than on the road. Mm-hmm. And I'm gonna I'm gonna give Cleveland put Cleveland's chances not on their stars but on their role players because their role players have the ability to be X factors with a capital X. Kyle Korver can hit five six threes in a game. Shannon Fry right. can hit five six threes in a game. J.R. Smith can hit five six threes in a game. They need two, if not all three, of those guys to really step up and, and be huge and make shots and be aggressive and support. Uh, Cleveland's big three, who I think has been playing well through the first two games. And if they continue to play well and those X factors step up and they keep playing really hard on the defensive end, which I thought they did in game two, even though it seemed like it was to no avail, which is more of a credit to Golden State's offense, then, then maybe they can squeak out a win at home. But that's to me, that's how good Golden State is. When you're um, 85 years old and you, 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 you probably uh, have no hair left, and, and if you have any hair left, and it's, it'll no longer be red, so you'll be known as the, the, the formerly Red Rocket, and your grandkids say to you, Grandpa, what was it really like playing for Craig Popovich? What would be the one story that you've never shared with the world, but you're going to share with me and Kenyon Martin on the two-man weave when your grandkids ask you, what was it like playing for Craig Popovich? Man, wow, that's a deep question, putting me on the spot. Uh, and, and having to accept the fact that the red hair will be gray. I know, I threw a lot at you in one question. I, I get that. Well, I mean, if there's any left, there's always, hair dye is always right? Yeah, but you know what? Listen, I'm with you. Yeah. If, if, if I lose, the dying, like trying to get this, this natural color of blonde red and like you have yeah. that real red, that ain't easy, man. You need like a scientist to, to, to perfect that. Like you, I, I say let it go if it goes, man, because if you got like blonde hair or black hair or brown hair, you could fix it. But that red hair, especially with just yeah, so well, much a part I'm, of your look, you're going to look nuts. Well, I'm hoping by the time I'm 85, science and biochemistry will have advanced to the point where they have solved this issue. But okay. that point aside, back to Coach Pop, uh, I, I mean, I would, I would tell them it was the greatest learning experience of my life on and off the court, probably even more so off the court, if you can imagine, as, as good as the basketball mind he is. Um, just someone who is a, a great guy, generous, funny, uh, a mentor, a teacher, worldly, um, I, I really can't say enough good things about him. And uh, just having the honor of, of playing for him for 10 years was, was awesome. What, uh, when your grandkids say, okay, well, what about Tim Duncan? Now, you talked about his work ethic. You know, he always, like, for me, I imagine that, you know, fans of Tim Duncan and fans of basketball, like, he'll pop up in, like, nine years at like an all-star game or at a finals, and then we won't see him for another seven years. Like, he just seems like he's done with the game. He never was into the spotlight. 
Well, give me something about Tim Duncan. Like, well, did you ever see Tim Duncan get pissed off, and what was that about? Even if it was momentarily in a game, like, you had to have seen him get pissed off. He ain't that calm, cool, and collective. I know he likes to swim, and he's from the, you know, the Bahamas and all that. Everybody gets pissed off, man. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. You know, Kenyon will tell you every, every NBA player gets mad at some point. You know, the, the, the important part is how you can not control it, but how you direct it. You direct it in a positive way or, or a negative way. And for Timmy, you know, when he got pissed off, it was when the team needed him to get pissed off as, as the elder statesman, as the leader of the team, you know, grabbing guys by the jerseys, getting everybody's head on straight, back back down to earth, um, mm. back in the moment, back back mind where it needs to be to be able to execute to try to win a game. I know it's, hap- it's happened to me. I-, I think, you know, one game I was like 0 for 4 from 3. And, you know, being a role player, I didn't want to keep shooting. We have so many great players on the team. I don't want to – I'm having an off night. I don't want to shoot. And I remember he kicked it to me and I swung it instead of shooting it. And going down the court, he just grabbed me by the jersey and pulled me into him. He's like, I don't care how many shots you miss. I kick that ball to you. You let it fly. And he was like, oh, okay, you know, and gave, gave me the confidence and brought me back into the game in the moment. So situations like that, for sure. Now, you played against a bunch of special players, and you, you obviously, you know, played with a bunch of special players on San Antonio. You were there when Kawhi Leonard, you know, came to the Spurs. In your, in your wildest imagination, be honest, did you, did you ever expect him to develop this quickly? And, 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 and as, as, a, as a true dominant, you know, two-side of, of the ball player? Like, did you, did, you, you have a, did you have an insight that he was going to be this good? Um, I knew he would be one of the best defenders in the league right from jump. Reason being, his rookie year was right after the lockout ended. Mm. Normally, you know, guys get to their cities a month, you know, a month or so before training camp, and you're playing pickup and stuff, and you get a feel for – all the guys on the team going into camp because of the lockout. It was like the lockout ended and like, bam, everybody report to training camp a week of training camp uh, season starts on Christmas. So I'd never seen Kawhi at all in person play anything until the first day of training camp. And so we get into five on five scrimmaging and I, I remember I caught the ball in the wing, pump fake, got my guy to fly by me, thought I was going to take, two dribbles middle for a floater and he was guarding the guy at the top of the key and before I could blink my eyes the the ball was out of my hands in his and he was going the other way for a breakaway layup I was like wow that I don't know how he got there so quick but whatever Uh, a few possessions later he got cross matched on me in transition and Kawhi his rookie year was wasn't a brick house like he is now he's kind of thin and wiry so I thought all right I'm just going to back this guy in and uh, knock him over and score, send a message. And so I, I tried to back him in, and I literally couldn't budge him. Mm. And then on the on the second or third dribble, same thing, the ball's out of my hand. He's gone the other way for a breakaway layup. So from that point on, I'm like, all right, if he's anywhere near me, I'm just passing to the first open guy and cutting through so I don't embarrass myself. So I knew kind of right off the bat this guy had the tools and, and, and the mindset, honestly, to, to be – the top defender in the league. As far as offense goes, you look at his shot in college to where it is now, it's like two different players. Yeah. And I don't think anyone could have possibly predicted 
the development of his outside shot and his three-point game from then to now, uh, and him him being able to make that drastic of a change. I, th- I thought, you know, he's long, athletic, a hard worker. Yeah, he's going to be a decent offensive player. Did I think he was going to average, you know, 26, 27 points a game? At, at that time, no idea. And that's just a, a credit and a testament to Kawhi and his hard work and him really taking to heart everything the Spurs player development staff has, has brought before him and him just, like, going into the, each offseason and attacking that offseason to get better and add to his game and, and make his weaknesses and strengths. All right, Matt. Well, listen, I appreciate you taking the time. Tell me again the name of the brand. Tell me again uh, uh, how, how we could get some of this, uh, this product because I know you're not going to do with any willy-waggy, uh, uh, no-good stuff. No. T- tell it to me again. Yeah, no, it's, it's Futuro, and they're athletic braces and sleeves. You can get them at CVS, Target, on Amazon. You can go to Futuro.com and find, out, find a retailer near you. And it's really great stuff. It's helped me. I think any uh, athlete with symptoms of wear and tear and bumps and bruises, I think it can help you out. All right, listen, Matt, before I let you go, give me your prediction. I know the predictions are superfluous, especially with, 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 with a person who, who knows about winning and losing and, and, and the Ray Allen of it all, which I thought was disgusting. I'm glad those fans in Miami left and they went to the EDM club and they spent their hard-earned money and missing missing that game and that shot. It wasn't – I was disgusted with it. So give me your superfluous but uh, very important prediction for game three. Game three? Oh. Come on, man. I'm rooting for the underdog. I'm rooting for the Cavs. But I just think the Warriors are one of the, uh, the best teams ever. I think the Warriors are going to win. Wait, you're calling the Cleveland Cavaliers and the man who created the big three an underdog? I, 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 thought, I thought you knew I the am. game. You were there on the front lines with the, with the Miami Heatles, and now all of a sudden LeBron James, the king himself, the chosen one, King James, you just called him an underdog? I did. He, listen, the Warriors are going to score 115 points on a bad night. Yes. I just don't think the the – Cavs have enough firepower to match that. That's all. Uh, all right. Uh, maybe they can. They could. Like I said, if they can get, if their big three can play well and they get those role guys to step up and make a bunch of threes, maybe they can beat them in a shootout. But the, the Warriors are just insanely good this year. They got two MVPs in their prime. All their, the rest of their roster can flat out hoop and ball and get buckets. Uh, it's, it's, it's a tough break for the rest of the league this year, I think. I hear you. All right, Matt Bonner, we're going to check out the Futura stuff. I'm going to definitely get some. I need some. It's the two-man weave. Thanks for joining us, and uh, I'll be talking to you soon, my friend. I'll see you soon. Uh, all right, thanks for having me. Take it easy, Kevin. All right. all right, Matt, thanks for coming on, brother. All right, this is the two-man weave. That was Matt Bonner, a.k.a. The Red Rocket, two-time NBA champion. Uh, I'm here, Kenyon Martin, Michael Rapport. We got the broom out. I have the broom. I'm not even going to have Kenyon associated with the broom. I bought the broom myself. I had to get in an Uber, drove 20 minutes, paid my own hard-earned money, to went to a supply broom. store, nice people, Cleveland folk. Yeah. They said, what do you have the broom for? I said, what the hell do you think I have the broom for? Yeah, what they have to say to they that. They said, can I take a picture with you? I said, yes, you can. <laughs> the broom's out and the goon's out. This is the two-man weave. The NBA on tuning. Me and Kmart, we're here. Karan Butler is circling. He's suited up, booted up. Has he got a question? 
All right, we got DJ Moist on the phone. We're not here to uh, uh, hobnob around. Appreciate it, uh, brother. We're going to take a, take a question from our friend DJ Moist. Uh, you're on the phone with Kenyon Martin. I don't really think I like that name. Rap. Yeah, what's up? What's up, Moist? Is it something that you go by? You got K another handle? Kmart, man. Kmart. It's just a name, man. Just be careful what you call yourself someday. You end up being called Moist for years afterwards. You know I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But, yeah. Hey, so, okay, so what's your question? I, hey, the, the Cleveland Clinic is close to where you guys are. So I need you after this interview to take your partner and go get checked out because I think he's suffering from amnesia because the blatant disrespect for Cleveland, like he tried to do last year when we were down 0-2, and then we just slapped that smile right off Rap's face. And huh. you saw the tears slowly come down, and every Instagram video got more angry. And the thing <laughs> is, we're dealing with King James here, Rap. Come on, man. You know we're going to get at least one. You better All put right, let me ask you a question. Let me ask you a question. If, if, if Ty Lu called you up, let's say, you, you, let me ask you, you have a club in the local area in Cleveland? Is there a club? Yeah, the, the Winchester, the Winchester Music Tavern. Okay, now let's say Ty Lu showed up at the Winchester Music Tavern. He's like, you know, I want to get some wine and decompress. And he said, hey, uh, DJ, uh, what do you think we should do to help win game three? What would you say, Moist? This is what I say. You've you got to get physical with these choke artists. We're talking about two of the biggest choke artists from the 2016 finals. Three and one. Both of them lost a three to one. So, so already you just got to get physical with these boys. Oh, you mean, wait, 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 let me just interrupt. You mean Draymond Green, who got suspended for the phantom kick, no, and no. Steph Curry, who was playing on a torn meniscus, that choke artist? Because there the ain't no choking this year. The, my the friend, there reaper. ain't no choking this year. He's averaging 30. He's going to get 35 tonight. Hey. And I saw hey. him in practice the other day looking good. <laughs> Guess what's going to happen? Guess what's going to happen? We're going we're gonna to send Corver on a, on a screen and throw some bows. You know what I mean? Corver's going to be throwing bows out there on these screens. You just get a little physical with these dudes, they're nothing. They're going to bounce off like flies. We're hey, going to get a game. Put that broom away. Put the broom the away. Timer. It's disrespectful. All right, so where's this spot that you got out here? Because if I stay extra, hey, I want to go. I'll... Hey, come where by it? anytime. It's in Lakewood. It's 12112 Madison Avenue. It's called the Winchester. We just picked up this spot. We got all the Cleveland games on. We got music. We got some events coming this weekend. So if anybody wants to go through, mention DJ Moist. We'll hook you up with a drink special. And, All right, uh, well, just, I might just, show up just, there. I might show up there for game four with my broom. I appreciate the call. Uh, but if hey, I show hey. up for game four with the broom, I want security because I know you, you people no. are going to be crying and all been out of shape. I got to go, Moist. I appreciate the all call. Right, One love. Take One care. love. This is the two-man we've Kenya Martin, myself, Karan Butler, Rex Chapman. Now we're running the four-man weave. It's beautiful. Rex. What's up, guys? Karan. Chillin'. I, t I told Kenyon I was approached uh, by some people, high-end documentary filmmaker people that are interested in making either a documentary series and or a doc short on the infamous flight from San Fran to Cleveland the other day. Um, they want to know if there's film. The Smithsonian is asking about this. Uh, we took a plane ride. It was Kenyon Martin, Karan Butler, Rex Chapman, Paul Pierce, Steven Jackson, and Mike Breen was actually there commentating on the whole thing until he fell asleep. Uh, the setup was that Kenyon was actually not sitting next to Steven Jackson. <laughs> Kenyon Martin compassionately said, uh, Mike Breen, let's switch seats. And Mike, Be Mike Breen did the smart thing and said, I think, he, I, think he, I think if you didn't ask him to switch seats, he might have said, 
can you can we switch seats? <laughs> yeah. But you got to it first. Yeah, halfway through that flight. Well, not even halfway. Yes. No. Half hour. Listen. Before we, we started. When we reached ten thousand feet, <laughs> when he's able to take that belt off, he probably would ask to switch seats. Karan, what is your lasting impression of this flight? Paul Pierce was a couple of rows ahead of us. Rex Chapman was behind us. Um, I think the one who was most dis disruptive collectively. Now, it might the obvious choice might be Stephen Jackson, but Mr. Chapman essentially was coming from uh, the, the special seats in, yes. in, in coach yeah, yes. and, and disrupting first class. I don't think he ever took a seat. No, like, that's what I'm did saying. Did you sit uh, down when the flight took off? Yeah, 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 for a second. And then I had to get back up. I was getting free food up where you guys were. But the flight attendant oh. said to me at one point, do you know this gentleman? And I said, no, I don't, I, I, nah, I, don't, uh, I don't want to be nah. associated with him. Yeah, don't, don't go down that road. What did the flight attendant say? She said out of all the players, we yes. had Hall of Fame. We had all-star guys. Well, every single one of you guys has been the all-star game. She said, I'm your biggest fan, Rex Chapman. She could care less about Paul Pierce. She said, Paul Pierce, I don't care about you or your sunglasses or your ring. <laughs> <laughs> what, what 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 did you give her? She just was a big fan. Smile. Hey, you know his just nickname, a smile right? On the way, what oh. is it? Sexy Rexy. Yeah, Sexy baby. Rexy, huh? Hey. <laughs> and she called him his nickname first. Yes. Hey, Sexy Rexy. <laughs> it took me 36 hours to recover from that flight. Karan, I just wanted a little sleep. This guy's n n n going, talking to me about this, talking to me. Did you see that movie? Mike, are you a method actor? Did you create your own I'm like, come on, I talk to you all the time. I just want to shut up. Hell no. Man. He wouldn't shut up. Hey, I yo. kept hearing, what, how, when did you start getting into acting? Karan would like, leave it alone. Listen, man, we, man, right, you had hey, to, I, I was like, guys, please get off of him. I, several times I wanted to reach up and go, Karan, just leave it alone. Right. You're yeah. a fan. He I get gave it. me the extended version of the <laughs> I Have a Dream speech. Oh, wow. Man, I was sitting there, I was like, yo, Mike, what the? He said, I have a dream. <laughs> that one day, Paul Pierce, Kenya Martin, Karan, and Rex will be all next to each he other. Sure did. I have a dream. You know, he also. <laughs> <laughs> That's great, Karan. I'm yeah. like, yo, when you get back, man, go to sleep. Please. He, he, also, he also had a G rated flight. A G-rated flight, right? No, yes, it by, was a NBA, by NBA standards. By NBA standards, it was G-rated. It was G-rated. Yeah, you was our rook. You was our rook. We were blessing you. Yeah, definitely. I'm surprised you guys didn't have me in the back making grilled cheeses. <laughs> but but, the, but the, 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 the moral of the story is is when Kenyon Martin and I are telling another gentleman, being Stephen Jackson, Shh. Yeah. <laughs> you know things are going to, to a place where they should. I'm just trying That's to right. see. I have a flight on, on United going back. I, I just hope that they accept me back on the flight. Because <laughs> I know somebody is going to be on a no-fly list on United. Because yeah. we were no, up in hey, there. Hey, my, my girl wouldn't have done that to us. You sure? Yeah, yeah, she's got us. She, she's you, luckily, you're you're uh, straight on United. Luckily, she was up front. They probably switched when we walked on us. She probably was supposed to be in the back, right? <laughs> yeah, That's right. We walked yeah. on there. We walked on there. They was like, she threw the. They threw the sister up front. You handled them, please. Hey, switch. Yeah. switch. House, switch, party. switch. House party. Switch. <laughs> Damn, like, man. Right. We're down here at downtown Cleveland. Karan, Rex, as you can see, I went to a spot. It took me 20 minutes in an Uber. Dude, I somebody told my son sent me a message. They said I saw Mike. Uh, in Cleveland, looked like he was helping with housekeeping. Today. No, that yeah, I, well, I'm helping with I'm helping with city keep, city keeping. I went to Samuel Supply <laughs> Store in Cleveland, a family-owned place. They said 
what do you want to broom for, sir? I said, because it's game three tonight, and the guy's face dropped. So, so people, people, people have been noticing the broom that I have out, and, and they're like, well, it's only game three. It's not a sweep. I said, anybody can show up with a broom game four, but it takes, it takes if you really yes. want to clean it up nice, yes, tidy right. it up. You Be need to organized. sweep it up every single game. So I look at the good people of Cleveland in the face. I'm looking you in the face, and I'm telling you, the party is over. The party is over. You guys have had a good run, but we want to get you get you back into your natural, natural habitat and get you used to what you're used to in losing. <laughs> you, you, just because, just because the war, just because the uh, the Cavaliers won, you still had to deal with the Cleveland Browns, and we're gonna get you right back to your natural habitat. Karan, Warriors Rex Chapman. come out to play. We're, we're Stephen Curry. Stephen Curry. Curry. Stephen Curry. Stephen Curry. I'm Warriors. <laughs> I thought we forgot about that. I uh, came right back. <laughs> you guys. Now, they're playing here at home, and I know that's what this lady was saying. You're playing at home. Are, I know I get it, but are the Warriors not bringing the same team they've had? I know, but. All right, make some noise, DeLand. The make some noise. here. You know what I'm That's what the are the rules like. different here? No, the rules aren't different. So did I waste my money on this broom? This is a twenty-six dollar no, broom. You didn't. This Mike. is oak wood. This is an oak wood broom. I want a strong, strong, sturdy broom because this is a nice city and it deserves to be cleaned up properly. <laughs> Am I crazy for carrying around no, a broom? You're not. Jamming? You'd be crazy to not be not have a broom. That's what I said. Somebody said, "What do you have a broom for?" I said, "Why don't you have a broom?" Because it's happening. Well, it's why, happening. why am I the only one with a broom? <laughs> the broom should be sold out in this city. People should have Swifters, vacuums. <laughs> Clean it up. Clean this place up. Hey, Mike. Yeah, Karan, Karan, what are you feeling about 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 Game Three? You're going on live television soon. They're going to ask you. What do you, you have tonight? You got something you're dressed up for. What is it? He's suited and I got, booted. I got Scott Van Pelt later on tonight. Yo, check me out. Check me out. SVP later on tonight. On, check me out. You're on right now with him. I'm, oh, yeah. This SVP right here, Mr. You'd SVP sure bring yourself. this up to Scott. All day. I, I thought, oh, no, no crap, Rex. When I saw you walking, I was like, SVP's coming to I do the it. show. I get it. I get it. couple, three, four times a week. If you put the glasses yeah. on. Right. Yeah, Scott. I don't know if and that's. sometimes a, I say. Yeah, that's no, me. no, no, no. Other times I just roll with you it. You know what people ask me about all the time? They okay. say to me all, all the time, yo, white man can't jump. Woody Harrelson. I'm like, <laughs> I don't know why. You I, get buckets? Can you get buckets, though? I could, I could uh, get buckets on Woody Harrelson. Ooh. I, I played ball with Woody Harrelson and Bill Murray. Well. And Bill, guarding Bill Murray is weird because it's Bill Murray. It's like. He's 70. Yeah, that's <laughs> yeah he's hey, three yo, years you old can't get me. buckets on Bill Murray. He's seventy years old, man. Three I gotta years, talk. He's he three got years old. Years. That's like me saying, "Yo, hey, Kenyon, I got buckets on Kenny Smith." Yeah. <laughs> yo, he got two boomerangs as legs. Yo, I was, the... oh, yo, I, I, was, I, was I got at him. <laughs> but 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 Woody Harrelson, he's never seen a shot he he doesn't like. Now, that's the thing with actors who play ball. Yeah. You know, because we're, we're, we're selfish, narcissistic people. But, but, but keep it for the big screen when you're on set. You're in the basketball court. This is not the same thing. Ain't no PAs. I, I got a question for Go you ahead. along the acting lines. Uh, I can, I've always maintained I can tell uh, an actor who's playing a, an athletic role if he actually has played just by the way he catches the ball. 
if you somebody throws you a ball and you played basketball, three point you, catch, you catch it and you just kind of, you know, you got it. Actors who can't do it Good catch point. the ball and go, eh, and they eh, and put it under their arms and they got no idea, who, right? Who who struck you as that? Out of basketball players, actors who played basketball. Leo did a little oh, bit. Oh, Leo, let me tell you something. Yeah. Leonardo DiCaprio's got everything going for him in the world. One of the one of the classiest, but, uh, best guys. But a terrible runner. Terrible runner, terrible basketball player, but everything else he's got yeah, figured great. out. Got it figured out. The, yeah. the consummate stick man, you'd be hard pressed <laughs> to find anybody that any has anything bad to say. Uh, I'm going to get it. You'd be hard pressed to find anybody that has anything bad to say about Leonardo DiCaprio, including me. But when it comes to real life, real basketball, no, I don't care what kind of trainer they trained you with, with the basketball diaries, I will tell this to my man's face. I love this dude. But there were some camera tricks that they couldn't even <laughs> fix yep. what they needed to do for basketball diaries. But props diary. to the, to the uh, Wahlbergs because they can play a little bit. Hey, and and wait, let me tell you something. Mark this, Wahlberg, he's better at boxing he, he than he is take, at basketball. He could, play, he could take you, though. Right? No, Mark Wahlberg couldn't beat me in his best day. He, him or the Funky Bunch. And I love Mark, <laughs> Yo, too. Mark, Mark well, would get funky. What would you do with Mark? Well, first of all, Mark is, I'm 6'3". Yeah, but you're going to take him into. But you've got no postgame, Mike. No, 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 no. Mike. I take him into the left-handed block and into the terror zone on the left-hand block today. Mark Wahlberg is in fantastic shape. He, he's got the physique. He's got the water. I could he's throw, got it all. I could throw $100 on, oh the, on the floor God. right now, grab Mike's Karan. left hand, and he would never get it. Karan. He, he can't pick down with his no. right hand. And no, nothing. But we're talking about Mark Wahlberg. The, the, the mogul, the media mogul, the multi-talented, fantastic actor, I got businessman, I got in a one-on-one, -on -one, yeah. shame yeah. on you. He would just out-tough you. Oh, my goodness. Are you, you really got Listen, Mark you're Wahlberg tough. in a one-on-one? -on -one? You're tough, but you're not Mark Wahlberg. Come on. Tough. Mark Wahlberg, that's your guy. You're your guy. You, he hooked, we're in his spot. And I'm saying, yo, there, uh, there's other dudes <laughs> whose names you bring up, actors, that I'll say I can't beat. DiCaprio. He has got Mike. more buckets in movies Mike. than you have. In movies. Mike. You know how many takes they took to do that? <laughs> Mike, I'll never, I'll never go against you. Yes. Only on this one. Oh, oh yeah. God. Yeah, I see. Buggy. Hey, I got a hundred big ones on Mark. He yeah. got more money, but he ain't got more honey. Let me tell you something. <laughs> I tell you, yo, Mark Wahlberg couldn't beat me on his best day in one-on-one. -on -one. And Leonardo. We're making that happen when he get yo, back from Rome. Hey. We're making I'll, that happen. I'll go right to his home court with the you, Celtics. Yeah, no, 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 no. Bust we get his that. ass in there and then have his chef cook for hey, him. You're not Hell no, that's not happening. And I say this with all due respect. I will say it right to his grill and then show him proof <laughs> right in his crib and then have the chef make us something real nice. What you nice at, though? What is it, your face-up uh, game or your backup game? Hey, face-up game, I'm going to make my shots, and I'm going to back him into the terror zone with the left <laughs> hand. You know Mark is what? like five. How, how tall is Mark Wahlberg? I'll let you say it. Uh, five, something like that. <laughs> it's going to be just this. Three, I'm not even going to do face-up game. I might shoot some jumps. I'm not trying to cross him up or anything. I'm going to just, I'm going to tell him. I'm going right to that this block. No, game, you, now, you watch too game. much Larry Bird. Now, you telling somebody where you're actually going to score on that? Uh, there's only one place I am going to go score. It's going to go right to the block. I'm not even going to pump fake. I'm going to jump hook. Put but up. what if he brings you on that perimeter and introduce you to hip-hop? He ain't Mark Wahlberg introducing me to hip-hop? You know he know hip-hop. Come on. He knows the funky bunch. He don't know hip-hop. <laughs> <laughs> he knows about that funky bunch. Listen, I love Mark. I've known Mark for 20 years. I respect everything he's done. He's not cracking this ass. Not ever. We could play a five-game series. You're New I'll York sweep tough. Him. You are New York tough. I'll give you that, but you're not Boston tough. Oh, my goodness. Great. Not I'm not Southie Boston tough. strong. You're not Southie tough. I, <laughs> <laughs> I'm so out of
out of shape. I won't even prepare for that game. No, don't and I'll do that. Him. Don't do that. He will. You know he's going to be in shape. He's a, he stays in shape. Who's the best actor basketball player you've ever seen? Robbie Benson. One-on-one. -on -one. Yeah, boy. <laughs> they don't even know nothing that about was a that good, movie. Yeah, he was good. Annette O'Toole. Yes. She was looking good. The redhead. Karan, favorite, favorite basketball movie? Favorite basketball movie? Favorite basketball movie? Uh, I would say Above the Rim. Yes. Okay. Yes, yeah. uh, I get yeah, that's yeah. People don't think, look at that as a basketball movie. Man, the right. basketball movie at the end, he went to Georgetown. Right. Hey, hey, <laughs> the hey, basketball movie. Finding yeah. Forest hey. was pretty Besi good. Besides Finding, was finding, uh, finding besides, Forest was besides, good. besides Above the Rim, can you favor basketball movie? Um, what's the, um, the movie Ashanti and um, Samuel? Oh, um, uh, yeah. Uh, um, wait, yeah. Uh, uh, loving, not loving, not loving, no. loving no, hip hop. No. Ashanti and Samuel Jackson? Yeah, what's the movie that? Coach Carter? Oh, yeah, yeah, okay, yeah. Okay, yeah, Coach yeah. Carter's Coach good. Carter Don't sleep on the fish and save Pittsburgh. Dr. I J. I helped out a lot with that. In her what case, it was a good basketball movie, okay, too. Okay, that was good, too. Moses. What was Man, his name? Blue Chips. Well, Blue yeah. Chips. That, that was good. Yes. That was a great one. Because it was all hoop. Hey, Rex, go on say it, man. I know you don't want to tell everybody how old you is because you're 67, 67. But go on say Hoosiers. Go on and say. Nah, you know, I, I That's a, bad, a terrible I basketball movie. Wait, yo, <laughs> what Mark did say? Terrible. Hold on, let terrible. me just make sure we're clear terrible. on something. Terrible. Come on. Kenyon, you guys, did you ever see Rex play in his prime? No. Yes, Rex was cold. No. Cold. Let's listen. I'm, I'm, I'm so G with it. When they tell me who's on the, uh, on the, uh, on the schedule and who I'm going on live with or whoever, I always look up, look them up so we have something to talk about. Uh -huh. Yes. You know what I'm saying? We don't need to go down And I saw road. his, I saw his action. Yo, he put on a demonstration for years. There was yeah. no, the Porzingis, they talk about a unicorn. Rex Chapman, nah. a 6'4", high-flying, blue, nah. black, Kentucky, Nobody white dude. Cares. Banging it on people. Nobody cares. And not just like once, kind of, oh, he banged it Guys, on him like once. We We're got, talking about banging it on him. Should you have won a dunk contest? Yeah, McDonald's game, uh, a couple others. Did you have yeah, second man? The, Were you in ever in the, the NBA one. dunk contest? Yeah, a couple times. Yeah. Whoa, Why do you think I brought it up? Time out, time out, time out. Yo, you were in the slam dunk contest in 88-89 with Dominique Wilkins, yeah. Sean Kemp. Billy Thompson. Rain Man. Hill, uh, Terrence Stansberry. Yep. Human highlight reel. Ter Terrence did that. That's 360, right? That's your Liberty right? 360, yeah, which was a fantastic dunk. Uh and who else? We had a couple others. Uh, Scotty was in it. Scotty was in it that yeah, year. Yeah, Scotty. Scotty's dunks were overrated. I'm, I'm gonna do him. Scotty who? Been, yeah, Scotty who? Scotty was just long, long. Scotty, Scotty was in the dunk contest. Yeah, yeah I missed that one. He was in My it bad. out here. Was yeah. that the year that? Let me ask you a question. You you played with Del Curry because, yeah. yo, did did Del Curry ever light him up? Is like, is there who? a resentment? Did the Del Curry ever go for forty on Scotty Pittman? Because I want to know why he's talking so greasy about Steph Curry. I think you it might have been if Dell might have lit him no, up. No, Dell wouldn't have gone for 40. He, he'd have gone for 33 or 32 in 25 minutes, but he wouldn't have gone for 40. But Dell would, no, I don't know. I think it's just, you know, it's just pride. Just pride. I think I think you rise by lifting others, man. Like yeah. when you take the humble approach right. and you, your own legacy and everything, it, it, it'll take care of itself. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like these young boys coming in. The worst thing I hate hearing is like, you know, dudes saying, you know, in my day or this what yeah. I like the hell with that. Like right. every, I agree. Yeah, just fall back. Let it happen. Scotty, yo, you were good, but you wasn't all that. And when you were by yourself, no, Scotty was, was all that. Scotty was all that. Was he all that? Yeah. Am, yeah. I, am, yes, I, just, am I just short sighted because I'm Knicks and I'm like, I'm yes. blinded? Who's okay, the, fine. If you went to the movies, he was a nachos popping a bag of chips. Okay, fine. Who, who fine, was the fine. best wing defender, best wing defender of your guys' era? or, you know, in recent years? Who's somebody you just go, damn. You know, uh, the guy that I compare 
uh, to Scotty in today's league, but he's shorter, is Tony Allen. I'm telling you, Scotty deed you up like that. He was just, and he was, he could play with his length. He was strong. He was quick. There, I mean, he was, he was a freak. All right, fine. I, I know he's a freak. I just got, I, and I've never, aside from the fact that he's on the Bulls, I, I never had anything about Scotty until he started just, like, just starting to, like, act like Steph Curry is, like, like a random Scotty's real. Scotty was real as a player. Yeah. And, I, I, and I like Scotty. You know, I'm a Steph guy. I got I you. I don't mind him saying what he said. Everybody's got an opinion on it. I don't, I don't particularly like it. Yeah, I, I, think, but, it's, I think it's whack. All right, but, but let me ask you a question. You're in that dunk contest, Rex. Oh, Dominique Wilkins, when you're watching Dominique go yeah. full tilt, yeah. it was doing crazy. it to win. I was going to have to gimmick people to death. Dominique, Dominique was just going to jump high. and th- You know, guys like Kenyon, you know how guys really jump? Okay, Karan, when their ball, you know, I was going to dunk it, and it was going to, you know, bang, bang. Guys who can really jump, jump like Kenyon, they throw it down and it hits the floor and it spikes back up Spike through. It. That was like Dominique dunk. That's like Kenyon dunk. You know, they got Spike so it. much left up top that, and he was, Dominique, two feet. Ugh. Unreal. Jumping off of two feet and one feet, being that I can't do either one ever, what's the difference in jumping off two feet or one feet? Do you go higher off of two, or is it the person? Ken, how many, how many dunks you think you had in your lifetime off of one foot? I can jump off one. I know you could, but left. you preferred. You I, preferred. Yeah, because most of them, I can jump in traffic. Yeah. Oh, you can jump anytime. You know I'm but, 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 but jumping in traffic is my, I'm saying, it's, yeah. it's always two feet. Yeah. I like being on balance. Um, I like being able to move the ball in the air. Um, Run, guys contesting both, it. You jump one foot Moving out of the feet. way. But, um, yeah, I'm, um, you know, I'm saying, I had all the tricks and stuff in high school, the between the legs, one legs, and oh, I would like I'm saying, I could do all that. You, you know what I'm saying? Like, contest, like I could do all that, man. I just he jumped like my I was guy, a game, Kenny Walker. Yeah, like I was a game dunker though. Like I didn't, right. like I saved all of mine for like when I had to jump. Yeah, I'm saying like special kind of yeah, ball. like rebounds, like like block shots, rebounds. Right. Like I'm going to get it at its peak. At six nine and long, and and this quick twitch and fast as Kenyon was. There are not many people who could ever, at their, at you know, just go up and get it as high as he could, as yeah, quick as he could. I mean, not many people in the game. Hakeem, Karan, you one foot, two foot jumper. I get buckets. <laughs> That's all. I, I get buckets. I can smash on you or whatever the case. But hey, I, I play the game. I get buckets. You did one, one dunk in your lifetime, where you got dunked on, Karan. That you, you would admit to your to your, your close family and friends, say this was this one time where I really didn't appreciate this one particular dunk. What would be the, what, the when I say, Karan, everybody got dunked on. It's the NBA. No shame in your game. Not everybody's going to play defense the way J.R. Smith did in the first game and second game to avoid getting dunked on. He, he's the only person I've ever seen go out of his way to not get dunked on instead of instead of like hard fouling or just going up there. Karan, one dunk that you go. Ah, I wish I just wish that one didn't happen. I would have to say, you know, when when Dwight <laughs> when Dwight had first came in the league, you know, and um, you know, we heard about his vertical and everything, and one of the highest of all time, all that as a big man, so explosive. And you know, I'm going I'm going in there to try to rebound the ball. You know, obviously I played with a couple bigs that didn't want to be physical, and he just you know I jumped at about the eleventh <laughs> yeah. eleventh story. And I was at the 11th floor, and he went probably to the 14th. 
Were you like, oh? I know. No, I felt it. You know how, like. You kind of felt it happening. Kenny did it a lot in his career with, with dudes, like, because he was a quick jumper, like, off his feet. He was real springy. So, in that paint, you know, he, I'm going up, and the guy, like, the guy actually, the white actually got an extra boost. Got, got that little off good of bounce. Me. And then, you know how, like, you know, they, they, they hit you on the way down, and the momentum <laughs> just, like, kind of take you <laughs> to the back. And, you know, I oh, threw the ball the at him. You know, I was frustrated. <laughs> that's the worst. But it was one of those things. And luckily, you know, social media wasn't what it was. Yeah, oh, my God. We can get that going, though. No, we we're going to make sure that shit don't show up. That what? That thing don't show up. What'd you say? He that said thing stuff. don't show up. He said stuff. Ah. Rex, one time that you regret, like if, we, if we're going to pull something up in the files. Yeah. Now, I know in your time, like the George Mike and Bob Pettit, right, right. a lot of this stuff wasn't even recorded. But if, if we were trying to find the Zapruder film for you when you got dunked on in your NBA career. Yeah, good, Rich, probably. <laughs> <laughs> no. Uh, you know, I, I didn't. If I was going to jump at it, I knew I was going to go get it, or I was going to break it up before it got there. Um, I didn't get dunked on too much, but I got some guys dunked on. Michael went around me one night. I was you know, sleeping. I don't know what I was doing, but he went around me so fast, and he got that two-footed jump uh, on Kelly Trapuca. Kelly Trapuca. got to see it. It, 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 it. It's a it's a great one. It's a beautiful it's one. It's a beautiful one. Johnny Newman got me one time. Johnny Newman. Johnny boomed on me with a left hand once. I didn't know he could go left-handed, and he got me. Johnny Newman was on my, t- on my team my rookie year. Jay New. Yo, I'm, lo- I'm looking at a picture. Kenyon. Yo, this is freaky looking. Look at that. Look at that. Kenny, you were a big dude, so it was like you jumped. You, it, it, was, it was almost like breathing. Like you're going to get dunked on. People are going to dunk on you. That was, just, that was just the thing. We got to wrap this up. Yo, I got to tell you guys something. I've had a ball in Cleveland. I came here because the other night when we did the show, you guys were, were telling me how hype it was. And although I, I was tired and I didn't sleep on the red eye, I'm so glad I made it to Cleveland. This has been dope. Michael Rapport, Kenny Martin, we're out. Two Man Weaves, out. You've been listening to Two Man Weave, covering the 2017 NBA Finals on TuneIn. Subscribe and download the podcast today on iTunes and the TuneIn app.